Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Director Joshua Leonard and screenwriter Jess Weixler's raucous and raw new comedy film, Fully Realized Humans, they set out to blow up the accepted wisdom that there is never a perfect time to have a baby. Jackie and Elliot, played by Jess Weixler and Joshua Leonard, beg to differ. There will be a perfect time, just as soon as they fixed all their own issues and become the kind of people who won't screw up their kids the same way that their parents screwed them up. The film is called Fully Realized Humans, and we're joined today by the director, Joshua Leonard, and the screenwriter, Jess Weixler, who also happened to be the lead actors in the film, in this very funny film, Fully Realized Humans. To Joshua Leonard and Jess Weixler, welcome to Film School Radio. Hi. Hi, guys. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the origin. It's You guys are collaborators. Close, closer after making this movie. We were... We were close for years, and now we are even even closer. closer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to get into that because, yeah, exactly, the things that you you do in the film would only make someone closer, or they would run for the hills, one of the two. Uh, that's so you you made it to this. It's such a funny movie. I just want to let people know, fully realized humans is one of those movies that has this wonderful kind of creative energy. Uh, and it comes from these characters. And that's essentially the, the, the best part of any good comedy is being able to relate to the characters and also being able to be rooting for them. And that's how I feel about this film. So okay. I'll start with you, Jess. How did this story come about? How did this become fully realized humans? I'll give you the medium long version. I'm driving in my car across the desert. I get a phone call. I'm like, what else am I going to do but talk on the phone on this car ride? It's Josh. He's in uh, England. And he was like, we should make a movie again. Um, and I was like, Josh, I'm, I'm like six months pregnant. And he was like, that's why we should make a movie. Um, and I was like, well, by the time we pull this together, I'm probably going to have given birth. And he was like, no, 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 we can move really fast. We should do it when you're eight months pregnant. I was like, that's crazy. No, um, I'm really <laughs> sorry that you're going through this thing where you want to get back to your roots and collaborate. <laughs> I'll think about it. Maybe. And he just kept badgering me. And, um, Eventually I was like, well, maybe, maybe I'll do him a favor. No, that's not what it, <laughs> it, it really, it, what, what, what it was is I was so stressed out, but because I was about to give birth and I had my anxieties mirror the character's anxieties about becoming a parent. Um, and I thought making a film in a week was going to be stressful. But it turns out that making a film in a week is very de-stressing. It worked out to my benefit. I really, it was like a catharsis for me to make this movie at eight months pregnant with my very wonderful, beautiful collaborator who I totally trusted 
to pretend to be the father of my actual child in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Joshua, you, what, yeah. what would prompt and, a phone call? Well, go ahead. <laughs> I was, at the time that Jess was six months pregnant, um, I was a fairly new father myself. And, um, and I was in, as Jess said, I was in the UK. Um, very fortunately, my, my, my wife had a wonderful TV job in the UK and I had gone along mostly to help out with our, uh, our two-year-old daughter. And while that was um, such a privilege and a joy in some ways, I was also smack dab in the middle of extreme existential crisis in terms of, I'm not doing anything creative. I haven't in a while. Am I going to be a good father if I don't also pursue my own passions? Um, or is this just who I am now? And if this is who I am, what does that mean? And what is it you know, what does it signify in, in echo of the person I always thought I was? And how am I going to screw my kid up? And am I going to screw my kid up? And of course, I'm going to screw my kid up. And my parents screwed me up, but I love them and I forgave them. And will she forgive me? And in the middle of one of these uh, uh, self-perpetuating cycles of existential panic, I picked up the phone and I called Jess just in the off chance that she was kind of entering the very embryonic stages of, of this same type of panic as, as a, a pregnant person and also as somebody who I esteem and adore both as a, as a friend and a collaboration partner. And the pitch was essentially, let's make something where we can really honestly explore what this transition means to the two of us. Let's thinly veil it enough to protect the innocent. And, and let's, and knowing that you're going to be eight months pregnant, let's do it quickly. Let's not think too much about it. And let's do it for a low enough budget that if you go into labor while we're making the movie, then we just don't have a movie. Um, and that's okay. And, and this is going to be more about the process and about the, the experimentation and um, about kind of a time capsule of this time in our lives. And if we happen to get a movie out of it, that's great. And I really wanted to take uh, all the preciousness and the pressure off of whatever the final product might be. Because I, 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 think, I think you so rarely get an opportunity to do that because films cost money and, and you generally have to hire a lot of people. So this was, this was a film that didn't cost a lot of money that we did with an eight person crew and the two of us and we shot it in a week. And, and it really gave us the freedom to, uh, to capture that moment in time and then you know and then and then kind of blow it up and hyperbolize it and make it a little ridiculous for the sake of for the sake of entertainment so it wasn't just a therapy session with jess and i well there are and this has that feel there there the feel of something that you just sort of ran with things that you found funny or interesting about the different characters you created and 
that level of an improv. It feels very improvisational, but from that improvisational, or am I wrong? Was how much of this was scripted? No, I didn't mean it like that may have sounded. No, it's fine. It, it, I, I wasn't curling my lip at you. No, no, we, we made this off, uh, off an eight page outline. None of the dialogue was, was previously scripted. Okay. Um, the, 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 the movie structure and the scene structures were scripted. There was, there was an architecture and a skeleton for it, but, but no, we, we, we let our mania roll hardcore when it came to putting, putting words to that structure. That's, a, that's exactly what I meant. No, that's true. I, I meant within the, within the scenes, and there's probably, I'm going to guess, five or so kind of sections of the film. And all of them have, they all of them have that sort of, they ramp up this sort of anxiety, but then they, they end up in this nice place. All, every, every, almost every situation I th think that you find yourself in, you kind of ratchet up this sense of existential dread or whatever, or I have to do this, kind of the possibilities of life. And then by the end, it has this nice kind of rhythm to it. Well, what's great is it's, we're co-signing on each other's exactly. crises and what each other needs. And we're not like, oh, yeah, you could, you should just take a chill pill. We're like, that is very serious. <laughs> and let's do whatever it takes to address it. Even if I don't like it, I'm going to go there with you. So each scene is, I, I feel like a little love scene in that they, they get on board with each other. Every bad idea becomes a great idea. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't want to go down too far down the road of describing it in too much detail. But, but, but I do think it's important as, as your wonderful audience listens to us talk about all the existential fears of adulthood and parenthood to also know that they will get to see an eight month pregnant woman in a bondage mask chasing ducks around a park with a dildo in her hand if they watch our movie. And That's the kind of problem solving we're talking about. Why isn't that on the poster? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Why isn't that on the poster? Uh, and just just that that first sort of thing that, uh, that uh, um, Jackie wants to do. <laughs> I mean, there that's the sort of the, you know, that that just kind of sets the tone for everything else. If this, if they go along, if this comes off, Katie bar the door, whatever, whatever that phrase is, you know. And I just I thought it was, I thought it was just great. I just thought it was fun. I said, what can I tell you? I thoroughly enjoyed this. I want to let people know that it's out. It, it is out now. It's available uh, through Gravitas Ventures on VOD. And theatrically, is it in theaters? We've got a handful of theatrical showings, um, and, and hopefully that'll be expanding soon. But in the meantime, anybody can watch it anywhere in the United States on uh, Amazon Prime or on iTunes, Apple TV, or on any number of other platforms where it has currently been released that are escaping my brain at this I there's right. like a voodoo and a fandango and a microsoft option the world is huge the world is huge the platforms are many i just call it the usual suspects when i describe all of the different platforms you can go to so yeah yeah well well uh real the last thing jess are you working on anything right now are you are you 
What are you doing? No, I'm just uh, kind of writing things right oh, now. Okay. That's what I'm in the midst Taking of. Care yeah. Of your lovely, wonderful newborn. Well, now she's two. Oh two God. and change. That's how long it's been since we shot this. Okay. Well, yeah. Joshua, how about yourself as we as we exit here? Um, I I just finished working on a movie with uh, with my friend Sarah Dina Smith. That's that's funnily enough got some similar themes and uh, and and very much hoping that Jess and I get to collaborate on something in the near future because our our last collaboration before this was. 10 years prior and we're just hoping it doesn't take another 10 years be before we get to do something again. I agree. And Beth Grant's in this. Um, there's a lot of great people. I love Beth Grant. Every time I see her in something, I'm a big fan. So I just wanted to mention that Tom Bauer. And, okay, Janixa Bravo. Is she the therapist? Um, Janixa plays the, uh, uh, the woman who works at the uh, sex shop. And Janixa is a wildly talented writer-director in her own right who has Zola out in the theaters right now. Fantastic. Oh, is that her? Oh, okay. That's oh, her, yeah. Okay. Again, again, the film is called Fully Realized Humans, and we've been talking with the director, Joshua Leonard, as well as the writer, and both of them are the wonderful stars of this film. And that would be Jess Weixler. So to both of you, thank you so much for being here on Film School Radio. Take care. Thank you. Thanks thank you for doing this. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Film School Radio.